Good morning. Today is Friday, October 2nd, 2020. An important subject in Jewish law is the subject of shiurim, measurements. There are many, many areas of Jewish law that depend on accurate or quasi-accurate measurements. Um, for example, the size of a sukkah. For example, um, how much sach there has to be. For example, the size of a lulav. And, um, and, and many, many other areas of Jewish law require measurements. So there are measurements of distance, measurements of volume, other kinds of measurements. Of course, keep in mind the challenge giving measurements within the ancient world is there is no standard. So how do you give a measurement that can be used and understood by people in all parts of the world and then through all eras of time. Sounds like a daunting task if you're trying to keep it consistent. So, uh, for example, one of the measurements that's really the basis of a lot of the others is a measurement called the tefach. Now, the tefach is usually translated as the hand breadth, and it's usually considered to be the width of the palm of an average male. Uh, another um, foundational measurement is kazayas, the size of an olive, or kibetza, the size of an egg, referring to a chicken egg, a me the average size of a chicken egg, which would be, let's say, a medium-sized egg today. <clears throat> How do you know that, well, first of all, it is quite amazing if you just look at those three items, those three items are pretty well still available all over the world. Just about everywhere in the world, there are men that have palms. And uh, likewise, there are chicken eggs and olives pretty much everywhere. So in terms of the ubiquity of it, and therefore, the accessibility of that measurement, check that the, the choices seem to have been good. Had it been the size of a, a, um, of a Asian pear, uh, you know, you can't find an Asian pear everywhere. Um, so, you know, choosing which items you're going to use is very important. But the next question is, how do we know it's consistent? How do we know that the size stays consistent over, over, over long periods of time, thousands of years? And that's a very difficult thing because we don't have those objects from that time. In the 1700s, there developed a dispute among the greatest rabbis in Europe at that time over whether the size of olives in their day was in fact the size of olives in earlier times during the Talmudic era. And there was a dispute about that. Some said the size of olives had uh, uh, shrunk from what they used to be. Others said, no, they're the same. So there was a dispute. I would say the majority opinion is that they stay the same, but there was a dispute. It's amazing when we can learn things from other disciplines. So here, we're able to learn 
a fascinating lesson from archaeology, and this is the subject of a just-published article in Times of Israel. So, here's what they said. Now, first of all, before I go any further, I do need to point out a slight, slight methodological um, uh, imprecision. Because while normally we translate the term tefach as hand width, referring to the palm, the width of, let's say, four knuckles of, the, of an average male, in fact, our rabbis explain it's actually four times the width of the thumb at its widest point. So you're really measuring thumbs, not, but it's almost, if you try it, it's almost the same thing. So this article deals with palms, which is not really accurate. It shows a little bit of lack of precision about what Jewish law says, but in terms of getting to the numbers, it does come pretty close. So here's what they did. Researchers, archaeologists, did tests, measurements, on vessels, uh, pots, and jars, and pitchers from the Iron Age. So that's during the first Beis HaMikdash period. And they found something absolutely amazing. They found hundreds and hundreds, thousands of utensils all over. They're all over, and they're already in collections, and they go back and they measure them. And they have all sorts of shapes, all sorts of sizes. But one measurement is consistent. The size of the inner rim. And they went through thousands and thousands of utensils with all variations except consistent size of the inner rim which happens to be approximately 8.7 centimeters. Excuse me, I made a mistake. Sorry. Approximately 8.8 .8 centimeters. And the idea is, of course, when you're making pottery, if you're making something that is a utensil, you have to put your hand in. So the rim will have to be at least the thickness of your palm. It, it can't be any thinner than that. And the craftsmanship that was being used was such that they made sure that it was always consistent. Um, they measured uh, thousands and thousands and they found the diameter, the inner rim diameter between 8.85 and 8.97 centimeters. So you're talking about a variation of a tenth of a centimeter over thousands of vessels without any apparent measuring objects over hundreds and hundreds of years. And it wasn't only in one place. They found it in different locations, different collections, different types of materials, but all with that consistent inner rim dimension. Okay, well, that's what it was uh, 2,500 years ago. How do we know that it's remained consistent? So here they went to the United States Army. The United States Army orders gloves for its soldiers. And in order to order gloves for its soldiers, it measures 
the width of their palm. And it does so every year <clears throat> for over uh, 200 years. So we have the measurements of male palms in the United States for over a period of 200 years consistently. And those measurements are 8.7 centimeters approximately. Again, within a tenth of a centimeter. And keep in mind, this is really very, very important because all of the measurements will relate to this. Let me just give you this uh, example just to show you. So, <clears throat> if you go back to current day, so of course, halakhic authorities give measurements in sizes. What's the size of a tefach? Because that determines how big a sukkah has to be, how 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 tall a uh, lulav has to be, all these other measurements, we need to know these measurements. So today, in the practical Jewish world of Jewish law, there are several different opinions about the size of a tefach. One is the opinion of Rabbi Chaim Na'ah. His opinion is eight centimeters. The other is the opinion of Chazonish, Chazanish is always known for having large or stringent measurements. His size is 9.6 measurements. The new study, based on archaeology, is exactly in between those two opinions. So, which also corresponds to approximately 3.5 inches which is the size, by the way, that Ramosha Feinstein uses for a tefach, 3.5 inches. Incredibly, this seems to be archaeological support that shows two very important things. Number one, that the width of the average man's palm is ubiquitous, in, with little variation in time and place, number one, and number two, consistent in size and the same virtually as what we have today. By the way, um, they also found thousands of other jars and utensils. They're called um, shufat jars, and these are a slightly different material and appearance, and they also have thousands and thousands that they measured, and they also have a consistent size of the inner rim measurement, but a smaller size, but consistent all the way through, which seems to indicate that they were made by women, not by men. So they also, women also have a consistent uh, palm width, just a smaller one, and um, again, identical size, um, consistent, and also consistent with the U.S. Army's measurement of women's uh, palms at this time. So, um, So you see from here really an amazing thing. You see 
the genius of our rabbis going back 2,000 years in selecting items that could be used for critical measurement in Jewish law that would be consistent and accessible both traveling through time and through space. And this is support that we find from this study uh, that lends uh, support to our practices and happens to validate the actual size that we use. Most people today, when they deal with the subject of a tefach, either use the measurement of four inches, which is similar to chazonish, or three and a half inches, um, which seems to be this measurement. And those are the measurements that are actually used. So when you sit in your sukkah or you're holding a lulav and you want to know why is it this size and not bigger, not smaller, it comes from these measurements. And um, maybe you want to measure your own uh, palm and see how you fit in um, and uh, see if you're an average size or not. Uh, I know a rabbi many years ago and uh, many, many people came to visit him on a regular basis and uh, to ask questions and to ask for advice. And his practice was every single man that came in to visit him, he would say, first, let me measure your thumb. <laughs> so like over years, he took the measurements of thousands and thousands of thumbs and he used that as his measurement. So that was just his own, his own personal uh, experiment. But... Um, it's a fascinating study that lends credence to an accepted halachic process that does seem to work um, throughout thousands of years. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. Have a wonderful Yom Tov, Chag Sameach. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in 